0: If you're easily offended by foul language and adult content, you should probably stop listening about now. As for the rest of you, I can promise that we'll be regularly saying words like and So if you stay, here we go. we made a lot
1: of episodes right
0: now to the season of Black Men Ain't Shit.
1: Black Men Ain't Shit? Ain't Shit? shit? Yeah, eight shit. It's coming it's, it's, com- it's coming. out a little easier. It is, it is, <laughs> it is, it is. It is. I, yeah. As
0: usual, my name is Hugh Huzo, a.k.a. Blackboard Dane.
1: What's going on, y'all? I'm Buddha. Buddha man, Buddha hey, man. Hey,
0: hey, unstoppable. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know how normally we'll just sit here and fuck around for a long-ass time and then just talk shit? Blah, 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 and then we're like, oh, this is the topic we're going to talk about. Fuck that. Honestly, today, <laughs> you know, we're getting older. Oh, yeah 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 we are every day every minute as a matter of fact when you hear this episode we'll be significantly older than when we recorded it significantly well slightly at least (laughs) depending on how you measure it right yeah guess. but you know everybody has dreams right we Mm -hmm. all got dreams and i don't know that i've actually accomplished any of my dreams just yet you know Well,
1: well what are your dreams
0: Mm, I, have a lot. I you know and it's funny that you say that because I one. actually sat there number one is I actually just started to write these down
1: nice it's important when you write things yeah. down
0: I said I want to be able to provide well paid creative and technical opportunities to friends and family I like that I like that that's you know what's
1: insane though. my dream pretty much aligns with yours I want to do the same thing
0: hey yeah we here, we here. ain't I think that that's crazy that's yeah, so how God is. works man yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just with that, like I haven't been able to do that just yet, but the whole concept of bringing bacon to the household, like got to bring the bacon, bring home the bacon. Yes. You, know? you said it uh, much
1: more proper than it's known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to bring home the bacon like that. That's kind of that's always been inside the society, you know, not just as a black person, but just as a, a man in general. Yes, like you, you're expected to bring home the bacon. Yes, and I've always wanted my dream to bring home the bacon.
1: Yeah, me too. And a and like a lot of bacon too.
0: Right, right, more yeah. bacon than a nigga can eat. You know, yeah. say like so much bacon, bacon that we for- gonna we're gonna turn Muslim out here. You don't know what <laughs> what say like we we tired of bacon. Right. You know, so I don't know. And what's frustrating now, especially as we get older, is you're starting to see people that aren't even on their first dreams anymore. They're on like their second or third dream. And the first person yeah. I think of is like J. Cole. It was like, J. Cole, this motherfucker, he went to college, right? Like He wasn't supposed to come to college. He, he was in Vietnam. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're not supposed to make it out of Vietnam. This nigga went from Vietnam to New York. Yeah. He went to New York and was still like a relatively like lame dude and all of a sudden found success in rapping about shit that normally as a rapper, nobody would pay attention to you on. mm mm-hmm. Because it was all about boasting and bragging. You know what I'm saying? Like you wanted to be Jay-Z on the boat. You know, we want to be Cameron with the pink fur, you know? Mm-hmm. And he found a way to make that work for him and had a has a very successful rap career. It's actually just growing and growing even more now. Mm-hmm. Then he decides
1: Phenomenal artist.
0: Right, right. Ah. Um, rap is cool, but I want to be a professional basketball player. Mm-hmm. What? Not to say he's the first rapper to do this, right? Like he's we not. have the the masterpiece of the world, you know. He quit though. He did quit. Yeah, he, there's that thing. But was even it? the fact that you could sit here and our whole lives, like I feel like me and you were the same. We're, we're pursuing a dream, mm-hmm. a dream. Mm-hmm. I got a dream, just one, just one. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that. I know you don't
1: have just one. I
0: know No, you don't. I don't have just yeah. one, but like that main one, I haven't. Really listen, had, man. Any listen,
1: I look at it like this. We're on God's time and sometimes <laughs> yeah, right. other people's time is before you. And, you know, I like that saying, Lord, I've seen what you've done for others because <laughs> I feel like it's such a humble way to come to God, you know, like just like in a funny way. And I and I always try to think of God as something with a sense of humor because if we have it, then they have to have it too, right? Right. So I always try to like look at it like that, man, like I'm on God's time and tomorrow can change your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like t- today, I mean, when you just named a bunch of a bunch of J. Cole's accompli- accomplishments and that's why he's a myth. That's why he's a legend already. You know what I'm saying? Because like he overcame all of these, it wasn't just one obstacle, one dream. That's habit forming. Like once he starts, you know, seeing that it's possible in one way that opens up the pathway for it. new experiences to be possible. New dreams to be realized, dreamville, you know what i'm saying his whole his whole brand is wrapped Maybe around right. that,
0: yeah,
1: so like it's true, man, it's really you know i I believe in you know i I feel like i've I've gotten stories like I have stories like that too i'm my story's not done, I haven't reached the pinnacle of my dream and like the top, but I have had things that were my dreams become accomplished, and certain, certain things I've even seen in my mind's eye as they say I saw it clear as day and then it happened to me. And it was almost like I trust this energy now. You know? So like now
0: mm-hmm.
1: I plan. I love the ability to get up and plan to work on my dream. And I love the ability to like wake up grateful and healthy because when that dream is realized, I'm going to be ready for it in all ways.
0: Yeah. I do wonder, are we pursuing happiness or is happiness the pursuit?
1: Um well, that's both the same thing, pursuing happiness and happiness being the pursuit. Or do you mean, do you mean no, like,
0: like where you, you pursue things in order to be happy? Right. Yeah. So it's like I'm pursuing this goal because I think that being financially set is going to bring me all the happiness in the world. Mm-hmm. It'll get rid of all my problems. Mm-hmm. But is that whole track that I'm taking to get there, the hours that I'm taking, sacrificing, getting off of my job and that has to bring you joy to yeah, exactly. But is that actually where the happiness is as opposed to that? Yeah, because that's that who
1: th- that's what your role is in your tribe. You know, not everyone's the same. Like I don't have I have fam- family and friends and not everyone pursuing the same things. not Everyone has the same dreams. You know what I'm saying? But it it's like how much of that do you take on the do you make a priority? Like, do you want to have fun or do you want to be happy? Those don't always to have to be the fun, same thing. Right? I think I think hustling and finding new ways can become happy as a habit. Like you can form happiness around this because you know that it's ultimately working towards your major goal. And you can find a way to get that dopamine hit by doing the work that's needed to be done to get to where you want to be, you know, because it just requires work, man. And you got to know that like you're on a path and yeah. on that path, the end result can't be happiness. The end result can probably be something worldly as fuck, like money. But that the happiness is going to be yours to control. Comes and goes. Yeah, it's not the it's goal.
0: Interesting. I don't know. Like as I was growing up, I don't think that I was ever. People were never like, "Oh yeah, your goal in life is to be happy. Your goal in life N- is never. to be happy." That was not it. It was always money. It yeah. was always. I'm, I come from West Indian household, and I know that a lot of the qualities and standards and morals, virtues the same across black households right but with my parents with my mom in particular you ain't making it unless you are and i'm haitian so you're not making it unless you're a doctor Mm -hmm. you're a lawyer Mm -hmm. an architect an engineer and if you were a lady a nurse those are the things Mm -hmm. where the emphasis was always on that like you will make money and it'll be hard but you'll make money and you'll be able to live the dream out whatever the dream out so a large part of my life has always been pursue dollar, pursue dollar. You pursue dollar, everything will be all right. Mm -hmm. And then there was a point where I was like, I'm pursuing dollar. I'm making dollar. And then I'm like, I ain't happy. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I'm miserable as fuck. Okay, so do you think
1: it's about how you make it, like you know you need to make a dollar. How can you find ways to be happy as you make that dollar? That's the goal. When you find that that synergy, then you know you're doing the right thing because like it might not give you – the dollars you want right now, or that you're making right now at a firm or at a, you know, an off a, a job, a real job, like mm-hmm. it might not offer you everything at once, that type of security, but with the right working and the right plan, you can move a lot, you can move ahead a lot. So,
0: were you ever in a position where you felt like maybe you weren't making what you needed to make, or like just not where you wanted to be? Hell yeah, bro. Listen. Life?
1: Let me tell you about Happy. All right. So I come out of college and I'm thinking, all right, I got a film degree. So I'm like, I want to shoot films now. I'm going to be Spike Lee, right? I'm going to be Tyler Perry. I spent a year in Korea, bought all this camera equipment. 2009, I come home. There is a recession. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking for work. That old thing? Right. That little thing? (laughs) Right. My money, my savings that I saved up just dwindled because I was like trusting in my my resume to get me a job I had no experience I'm like I, just, I want to shoot this for you i have no experience just the camera and vibes so my, my boy he he and I, he got me a job working at the dollar store across the street from my parents parents house so here i am with this big ass camera and this degree and i'm like working at this dollar store and i'm like this is fucking trash They wasn't paying us nothing
0: it's a dollar store the fucking right lane, you know like
1: so oh my like, i gotta get a better job so i ended up going to belmont racetrack getting a job there so i was a security guard bro walking around the racetrack and i was like i hate this shit i'm this artistic filmmaker right so i'm like man, at least in my mind but that's changed. your identity is my identity is not the same man so i stayed uh, i lost some of my art love Fast forward, I ended up working in the city and becoming a doorman at, at clubs, right? Meeting famous people now. And I'm getting a swag now because I'm there and I'm, like, around all these cool people and I'm around, like, culture. I was making really good money. But I was just like, is this what I want to do? Like, do I want to be a doorman? The money's there and, and the access to things is there. But it's like, when are you going to be on the other side of this experience? When are you going to be the person that everybody wants to be around because you've succeeded in what you wanted to do and you've been able to bring value to you? people around you so i was like yo you gotta make a tough decision man figure something out i remember one time I was, I was i was wearing my uniform when i was working at the computer store and my aunt walked in and she was like the first thing she said to me she saw me was like this ain't you she said it immediately uh, she knew and i always remember that shit when i was working at the computer store this guy would come in and he would ask me for parts because he worked for BET. We exchanged information. Months later, I had quit and and been working at the homeless shelter for like four months. And then he called me. He's like, hey, man, I went to the store. You weren't there anymore. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, working at a shelter. I was like, oh, really? He's like, well, listen, man, you know, I got an opportunity at BET if you want it, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, that was where I wanted to be at from the very beginning. Right. I wanted to be around cameras and I wanted to be around culture. Sometimes you forget because you find a level of comfort that's better than the level you was at before. But you forget like what you really love to do. Right, and it took me forever to get there like it took me forever to get to my career path i think my calling is more so what i'm doing now making the music that i want to make doing a podcast with the bro trying to um enrich the world around me that shit feels better man
0: i realized that just like you like my life has taken a lot of turns right originally when i graduated from college i wanted to be in radio for mad long
1: i remember that yeah
0: and then I realized, like, oh, if you don't have that major, you you can't get a, uh internship to save your ass. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an internship, there's no way you're going to get on the fucking radio. Not easily, at least, you know, or that was the path that I was seeing. So, like, all right, cool. Well, this is a dream deferred. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, I graduated and I was working at this nonprofit. I was making a salary that should not have been classified as a salary because when you break it down, it was basically just a minimum wage job. It was in the twenties, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Damn. You know, yeah. and when you talk about 20, 20, something thousand dollars a year, that is welfare. Like I, I could afford rent and I was living with three, four people, you know what I'm saying? Right. From there <laughs> I was, I was cool though, you know, cause like I graduated and I didn't really, I knew I wanted more. I didn't know how to get more, but it was more from the the standpoint of like, I'm a young 20 something year old. Most people ain't making that that much money right now. So it's all good. I'm in good company. And plus, like, happy hours are cheap. I know how to get by. I know how to right. get by in the city. I'll be all right. It was all fun and games until I got that message from my, my baby mama saying that, hey, you about to be a baby father. I'm like, oh, shit. So shit got real, mm-hmm. and $20,000 was not about to cut it no, Sir, Hell no. So, you know, I went on a job search, and I got hooked up with this opportunity for a sales job. Yeah. And honestly, from there, like my, my fucking salary doubled, shit just started to change. And I'm like, oh, this is the path that I should be on. It's all good. I'm like flourishing in this career that I never really saw for myself, but it never ended up being enough. And I was always like, yo, I want more. I want more. And it was like, it was like more money. It was like more I want a higher position. And some of them sh- those things weren't panning out. So I was like, yo, how do I do this? But, you know, fast forward, there's been so many things that along the way I've learned and picked up on as I'm trying to get to, like, whatever this level is that has told me, similar to what you said, that every step is actually the way. Yeah. You know? And you can't take for granted any part of your, like, struggle because ultimately that be the, the thing that you look back on and you're like, damn, I didn't realize how important driving an Uber was. I didn't realize how important uh, being a doorman was. What the lesson is.
1: Yeah, like, I learned I, I can't wait for success in the ways that I want them because why isn't it possible if life is a dream? Like, if all of this is just you focusing on things every day and waking up grateful, why can't that happen for you? You know, like, why can't everything you've ever wanted that could only benefit the world, hopefully, in the right ways, you know, in the grace of God, why can't they succeed? So... I am open to all experiences and all uh, aspects of living to the fullest and just trying everything.
0: I don't know if you're anything like me, but I know I used to put dollar signs in my mind before I did things, right? So, like, that would be, like, the blocker, like, can't do this unless I got this. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything was conditional. So, it's like having a kid. Like, I never saw myself being a baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? A BD, you know? Yeah. But it was more of a, I always thought that, oh, I'm going to, a 16-year-old, 15-year-old me thought, oh, get married at 25, have kids right. by then, yeah. have a house, and blah, right, blah, right, blah. Right, right. And uh, yeah, yeah, economy slash being a thought slash like whatever the fuck else happened. Right. And uh, of course, a lot of those dreams ended up getting deferred. So yeah. it's interesting. But I, I just always... There, were, there was always a dollar figure in my mind, or like I need to be able to do this in order to do that. I can't start a podcast unless X, Y, Z. Mm. I can't, I can't manage unless I do this. Like in those conditions, like, I've always just thought that it pursuing dreams didn't really seem like a thing. Like I heard, we always heard you could be whatever you want to be when you grow up, but I think that more so was in the realm of some profession that you do for 40 fucking years and then retire and die, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: It's the simplified vision. Like, when you're you're a kid and they're like, where are you going to be when you grow up? And then it's like, you go through the book and it's like, oh, a policeman,
0: a doctor. Right, right.
1: They give you, like, certain career paths to, like, pursue in a sense. I, I always find it funny, like, I can't particularly remember what the meme said, but there was a meme where it was like, yo, white people can make a job out of anything. Like I'm the pimple doctor or whatever. Like, you know, you just become <laughs> something and like whatever's yeah. fucking lagging out there, they're good at just creating a lane for it. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought of it like that. I feel like when you're simplifying things for children, you're they're attaching that memory to life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And thinking like this is what's possible for me for life. Even when they used to say when we were kids like you can be president one day, like like that is the best job ever. Like I don't want to yeah. motherfucking be president. Fuck no, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Absolutely. So it was not. like that was like the pinnacle of of the job. Like nah, I'm I don't want to be president. You know what I'm saying? But these are things that they tell you is possible for you or that you should pursue. And it doesn't. It isn't. It isn't always authentic to what and who we who are as are. individuals.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who you are is so important though, man. Like And that. That's one of the things that I think as you grow, you still, it's constantly changing. Yeah. It like what you might like today is not necessarily what you like tomorrow, but this also ends up being some sort of amalgam am- amalgamation amalgamation so amalgamation. That's that's a word, yeah, amal- it. yeah, yeah. Of, I was trying to say palatable. Like that's
1: palatable palatable palatable. palatable pal- I always get that pal- pal- one
0: wrong. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> palatable. I tried to say
1: that earlier. Then I said relatable because I was just like I can't yeah. get this. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Fucked up. But me. yeah,
0: yeah. Like ends up being your current self ends up being an amalgamation of like all your. Former selves, yeah. like all these different like phases of life that you've been through, yeah, man. all these trials, tribulations. You are the end and result, they, right? You're you're right the now. you're just cooking a fucking soup right yeah. now. You're the broth, and you're gonna you know change
1: again tomorrow.
0: Yeah, because they're gonna add a little bit more trial, tribulation. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, my shit's a little more spicy now. Some you know wins,
1: like? some losses. That's life.
0: A lot of losses.
1: <laughs> it all depends on how you look at it, man. It all depends Lessons. on how you look at it. You got yeah. your arms, your legs, your toes, your feet. You got your mind, your beard. Still pushing. There's still I'm things here, here to be grateful for because some things could be taken away too.
0: Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Man. I Everything try to be
1: grateful every good. day. Our uh, dead ass wake up every day and just be like thanking the Lord for things that I have now. Because, you know, especially recently, losing like family members and stuff. Like, you don't ever want to take people for granted, but you don't know what life is like without them until they're gone. And when they're gone, yeah. it's like a huge hole is missing from your experience, your experience of life has forever been altered and the day after they die you can literally be like I, I had something yesterday that I don't have today that I never had until that I've always had until today Yeah, and so I've just been more and more grateful as I get up every day
0: it's been interesting just getting older and just having to part of the pressure to make it I think it increases as you get older just due to the simple fact that the people that once took care of you, that that responsibility is being passed on to you. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. And now you need to I need to get my shit in order yeah. to make sure my mom is straight. Because yeah. you know what? My mom took sure care of straight. me yeah. every single exactly. fucking day of my life. Exactly. Anything I needed I wanted that she PlayStation. right. Like, you know, my mom sneak, and my like dad. I was you know? my needs my needs were taken yeah, care of by this person. So now I'm at this point where if I see her struggle I'm like shit, I need to make x in order to make sure that i could provide her with y and then you add son to the list then you then like i have like friends where i'm like damn again my main goal in life is how do i help everybody get money get paid off of what they're good at what they love and make sure that we're all straight so that shit, it it weighs on you you know what i'm saying like you get older you're like damn am i getting closer to that am i getting further away from that Am I doing what I need to do in order to get there? It that shit is—it's a lot of pressure, and it just grows as you get older, and as that responsibility gets uh, pushed down to the newer generation. And like I'm at that age where, if I'm not doing it, who is?
1: Exactly. You're at the age of making it happen. Like, just this is the age to make it happen, and and to be fearless because you only have one fucking chance, one life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you
1: you know you you have to be able to be. Okay with the idea that you might fail. You have to be okay with that. But that's the per that's the point, the pursuit. The pursuit. Yeah. I
0: mean, and then part of it is really embracing failure though. Like, cause if you're failing, that at least you're maybe learning a lesson. Mm-hmm. You're figuring out something that isn't gonna work for you at all, right? Yeah. Like, uh, or you're just figuring out that the way that you your approach has been fucked up. So but either way like failure fucking sucks because it does feel like it's like 20 steps back. Yeah. And I know we talked about this before was like every time you've had to restart our music mm-hmm. it just feels like you're starting for square fucking one like yeah. oh that everything I did prior to this was like almost classified as a failure which it's not but it's but not like, it's just
1: it's 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 an evolution you know what I'm saying certainly it's um it's the failures have taught me how to get it right the next time but the whole for me at get least get it more right the the point <laughs> is y'all like I've learned this about myself years ago. That's why my name is Unstoppable Buddha. I am unstoppable. Like, I am never going to stop pursuing this this passion of mine. I won't sacrifice people, you know, to get to where I want to be. But I will go at my pace and my belief in myself and adapt to, you know, as a Gemini man, this is what Geminis do. People say we change our minds or we, we we can't, you know, we're two different people because we act like this. No, we get new information and then we change our minds. The only reason we change our minds is because we get new information. So when it comes to my music, it's the same thing. It's like I've learned something new about myself. I experienced something new. It's changed how I market my music. It's changed how what, what colors I use, the type of photos I might post. It all reaffirms what I've already experienced up until that point. It's just life in, in music form. Not to sound pretentious, but that's just what it is. Yeah. And, it, and it moves and flows the same way. I'm unstoppable, and so is everybody else. Like, you just have to believe that you are. You have to, you have yeah. to put it in your name, so to speak.
0: Going back to something I said earlier, it's like every step is the way. It's like trusting that the journey is your journey and things will pan out the way you want it to be if you put in the work mm-hmm. and i think it's hard to see that a lot of times though sometimes that again the pursuit doesn't always feel like the happiness <laughs> like, sometimes i'll be in there I'm like damn i'm working what am i getting from this
1: you really feel that yeah. way I, I i guess i've gotten to a point where i don't question it anymore
0: it's not i don't know that i question the work because there's parts of the where there's actually a lot of i enjoy all the work the work doesn't bother me but it's that jack-in-the-box experience when winding that motherfucker up and i just feel like i've been winding that motherfucker up for 30 years waiting for that shit to pop out that box Mm -hmm. And it's just not popping. I'm like, let me tap the side of this box. Nope, still nothing. Still cranking. Still cranking. Man. And yeah, and I don't know that that's probably, but it's that. And then it's also like wondering, like, damn, am I putting my time and energy in the right places? Sometimes, right? Yeah. Is am, am I actually? good at some of the things that i think i'm good at there's like, always a reassessment I, like,
1: there's, there's always a you know there's always a reassessment but what life could you possibly live if you didn't trust your own instincts or you don't trust your own
0: ideas an anxious and depressed life which i've had right.
1: <laughs> so, or or phases you don't know say like, they don't if they never pop then they just never popped
0: right there at are people that are
1: famous men that weren't famous when they were alive there's a particular photographer I forget her name. She's amazing. She did on the street photos. Um, If you guys are into photography and know, please send me a DM and tell me who this is. But she wasn't famous during her life. She just took some amazing photos and her collection was found years after her death. And now they're like going for millions of dollars and every photographer knows her name. But like during her life, she didn't have that success. And there's plenty of people like that. Like Oscar Wilde. Like he died like in jail and like,
0: yeah, cuz he's gay.
1: Yeah. So like it's like people see them as these funny like characters like these are actually tragic human beings. Like these are just mm-hmm. who never got recognized because they were born in the wrong fucking time period. You know what I'm saying? So
0: But isn't it still terrifying to think that like you can put all this work in and actually never see the benefit of it?
1: No, man, because the the goal for me at least as an artist is to inspire. That doesn't mean that I have to actually be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if I die and like fucking someone stumbled onto my music in, uh, you know, 40, 100 years. Like. Yeah, like, this guy was actually pretty good for his time, you know, or whatever. Like, think about it. I might be the next best thing to sample in, in the year 3000. So yeah. who knows, man? But the goal, my goal was to inspire. And my goal was yeah. to, you know, try and put a, a, a person's life into, a, a, you know, a music, a music form.
0: So, I mean, maybe it's less about, <laughs> it's hard to get, like, super like mr rogersy on this shit but maybe it's less about mr rogers maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> well you'll, you'll see you'll see maybe it's more about like reframing the dream into something that like you got to go deeper you know how sometimes when they're when you're asking a question normally you say why it's normally the third or fourth why where you'll get to the root of what the actual inspiration is like me saying, oh, I want to be able to provide well-paid, creative, and technical opportunities to friends and family wasn't my main goal, right? My main goal is to get rich. It's like, why do you want to get rich? Because I want to be able to provide, I want to be able to afford all the things I want. Why do you want to be able to afford all the things you want? Well, I don't like seeing people around me struggle. Why not? Like, because I love them and I want them to have all the opportunities to pursue their dreams and blah, 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 blah. So then that's where the actual dream came from. You know, it's like it was it started off as something that was like hella superficial or would be superficial the most. But as a person that came up without most things and like there's no store I'd walk into and be able to walk out of with a bag. That wasn't a thing for me. Uh, we would eat the same things at most nights, you know what I'm saying? Like we weren't on food stamps, but I'm pretty sure the reason we weren't on food stamps because my mom didn't know that food stamps existed as an immigrant, you know, like, so like, that was it. We were just struggling. It was a lot of what, what fueled who, or the the goals that I've had have always been my upbringing. And like knowing a life that I never wanted to go back to, making sure that I wanted to, that I could get to a level that allows for me to never have to be there or my son never have to experience it or my son's son to never experience it. Right. So yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Keep asking yourself why, why do you want this shit?
1: Like I said to you, my, my why is very simple. I just want to make people dance. That's it. I just want to have people vibe and and escape for that little bit of time. I don't want to bring nothing too heavy into my music. You know, I just want to, I will occasionally when, when the time <laughs> calls for it, but for the most part, like, I don't want to say I want to make dumb music because I don't. I just want to like set a good vibe and like set it forever, and get better and better at it. So you know, that's my simple why, to me.
0: Yeah, my why for everything aside from the the family and friends thing is just uh You you said something that made me remember. It's like it's about being able to provide people that escape
1: and experience um, man the drudgery
0: of everyday life. You know, sometimes it's by addressing whatever the topic is sometimes comedically Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just about like helping my friends get to where they need to be. You know what I'm saying? So like getting that that music out so motherfuckers could dance too, man. I really
1: appreciate you for that, man. You always been, you always been a supporter of my shit. You know what I'm saying? So
0: I I believe in the brand. I believe in the brand. Help me get better
1: at it, man. You have.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Well, we out here, we out here and you can always catch us next time. Same channel same place same channel same uh, same streaming stream, service streaming, whatever I'm same school,
1: podcast right? service
0: you know the name you know the vibes you know the people black men ain't Make shit sure you following us we ain't shit alright cool <laughs> alright we'll see y'all next week is that the end? oh peace <laughs> <That's>, yeah <laughs>
1: not afraid of failing i am afraid i won't drive a McLaren. say it again in case they hard a hearing every day i am
0: expanding i am deep they are not built for this league I black men ain't shit with buddha in the beard is produced with support from prx and a google podcast creators program